Hey everyone. So today I want to talk about a specific scenario, which is anyone out there listening that has a very fluid, very uncertain lifestyle. Meaning, yeah, Megan, I, I could plan out a week, but why bother? Because, you know, by 10 a.m. on Monday, everything will have been changed because, you know, maybe you're on call. Maybe you are, you know, juggling multiple businesses, lots of kids, things like that, and things are constantly popping up. There's a million reasons why you would have very valid reasons for not being able to have a super structured week. So that's what I want to talk about today is to give you a couple key things to think about. Yes, you can still do weekly planning, but I'm going to talk about just a a slightly different approach that can be super impactful for you as well. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey there, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. So one of the questions that I get a lot from people is, how can I possibly plan when there's so much uncertainty? And someone actually said the words to me just yesterday, planning, like, what's the point of planning? I don't even know how to plan. So we had that conversation and it led to this idea of how do you plan for uncertainty? So what do I mean by that? Well, if you are currently in a place of life where you have a lot of last minute changes that you truly don't have control over, that's what I'm talking about. I know I have one of those students in my program. She is a mobile vet. And so she never knows if she's going to be getting phone calls or not. You know, there are so many reasons why you could be in a place with a lot of uncertainty. We all certainly went through this with the shutdown and switching to virtual learning and all of that. So today I want to share a couple tips with you on thinking about some ways to approach your planning if you have a lot of uncertainty in your life. Now, the very first thing I want to tell you is if you know this is you, stop planning for certainty. Let me say that again. If you know you have a lot of uncertainty in your life, then quit trying to create plans as if though your life doesn't have that. So stop planning for certainty so that you don't have to keep getting so frustrated and feeling like nothing is working. The first step is acknowledging that and then planning the right way. So let me give you a couple key things that you could put into place today. First and foremost, you can still embrace weekly planning 100%. So at the start of your week, you need to identify what are the true must do's. No matter what, by the end of that week, these things absolutely must get done. And they can be personal work, whatever. For those key things, Those are the ones that then you want to figure out how much time do you need to get them done. And then we want to make sure that we are creating appointments, specific dates and times to work on those that are in alignment 
with the pockets of our day that we tend to experience less certainty. So for example, if I, when I look back, when we were dealing with a lot of the, we were in school, out of school, in school, out of school, I couldn't predict kind of what my days were going to be like. So if I knew I needed, you know, one hour or 90 minutes to get something done, I would actually perhaps block that off to do it at seven to eight in the morning, because I knew that nothing could hijack that time. Now, the other key with this is if it's something that needs to be done, say by Thursday, don't plan on doing it Wednesday night. We want to build in that buffer zone between when we hope to actually work on it to when it gets done. That way, if something comes up that if I had booked that slot from seven to eight in the morning on Monday and it was due Thursday, if something came that took that opportunity away from me Monday morning, I still had plenty of space to move that one hour time somewhere else. So that is the first key I want to give you is do that with just the must get done's. Those are the things that you're going to pick specific dates and times to work on them so that what we're trying to do is not have a ton of appointments on your calendar. Because if every minute is spoken for and you've got it all blocked out and you know you have a ton of uncertainty, everything's going to fall off the rails by Monday at noon. So when I looked back on weeks in my life, even months in my life where there were tons of uncertainty, the actual appointments that went on my calendar were few and far between. Now, it doesn't mean that I still wasn't being productive, but what went on my calendar were the absolute must-dos so that I made sure I was prioritizing my time there as needed. Now, the second thing that you want to think about is as you step into each week, having a clear list of what are your have-tos. Now, notice I say must versus have to. The must-dos, I'm talking like negative consequences when those aren't done. The have-tos are the things that they're not your want-tos. The have-tos are the things that you're like, I really, really believe I have to get this done. If I don't get it done, I may have to you know, try and catch up over the weekend or whatever that looks like for you. Now, with your have-tos, they need to be written out in priority order for your week. The most important one being at the top. Then as you go to look at your weekly plan, what we need to do is have an honest look at how much time do you have each day so that we can tentatively plan for which days you're going to be working on which tasks. Now, notice I'm not saying which times, because if you have a life where you know it's very fluid, it may not be worth it for you to know that from 10 to 11, you're working on this task, but you might be able to say, hey, on Monday, I really hope to get this task done and give yourself the flexibility of moving it around as you know those uncertain things unfold. Now, notice we still want to go ahead and take a stab at figuring out which day those items are getting done. What you do not want to do is just work from one master to-do list for the entire week. Because on Monday, when you have the opportunity to get started on something, if you're looking at a list with 12 or 20 things on it, even when it's in priority order, it will feel overwhelming. So when you sit down to do your weekly plan, after you've put in those absolute must-dos, Now you want to start spreading out the have-tos over the course of the week as you're looking at 
the realities of your current week. How much time do you really have available on Monday? Is Monday a day where you can really even realistically put anything else on your plate? Maybe not. Now we switch to Tuesday. How much time do you really have available on Tuesday? Right now, you know, if you were to look at your Tuesday and it looks like you might have three or four hours, well, then go to that list of your have-tos and look at the first one. If the first one is something that's going to take perhaps two hours, pencil that in for Tuesday and then look at the next item. If the next item's really big, then that may need to tentatively get planned out for Wednesday instead. Now, notice this is, you know, I teach a lot of flavors of weekly planning. And in the, when I'm teaching weekly planning for a more, you know, stable kind of a lifestyle where things are a little bit more predictable, there's a little less uncertainty. We do a lot more of actually putting dates and times on our calendar. But if you know you're in this fluid state, taking this approach of only scheduling your must do's. And then giving yourself a framework and well-thought-out plans for the have-tos, but creating and leaving the space for exactly when they're getting done open. But you've got to take that step that we just talked about of looking at what realistically are you working with? How much time do you realistically have? So that when you set foot into the start of that week, the amount of things that you are you know, planning on getting done is a realistic amount. That right there is the, the number one thing that will reduce stress and overwhelm is when you have a realistic understanding of what you actually have to work with during the week. So for those of you out there that have a ton of uncertainty you know, in your lives, stop trying to plan for certainty acknowledge that this is where you are in life right now, and then put the right systems and and processes in place that actually support you. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.